And, and they're coming up with the brand new shit next week. I didn't know it was so soon. So next week. I um. I'm rolling audio. I liked the um. I liked the previous series that guy was in Six Feet Under, especially the first season. The first season of Six Feet Under might be uh, one of the most perfect episodes or seasons of any tele first seasons of any television show ever. Yeah, I haven't seen it. The the writing is so good. The 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 um the premise is so well established, and uh and even with that, there are twists along the way that you like wouldn't don't expect. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. Dexter's like that too, but then a couple things get a little predictable. Well, they did they did this new season to sort of erase the memory of the last season where the guy who was the original showrunner and creator was not involved. Yeah. Uh, why is that just like the norm? Like <laughs> Star Wars? Or, yeah, I mean, I get contracts and money and, and maybe creativity, you know, because what we always forget about, like directors and producers, like mm. they're creatives, they're, they're humans. And so if yeah. they're burnt out and maybe they did run out of ideas or, you know, like I, I understand that, but it just seems like such the norm with like Game of Thrones and even like Star Wars stuff or whatever. Everyone just like... With, with having tried to create uh, powerlifting content yeah. with some regularity yeah, since 2006 and podcasting with great regularity since late 2008. Yeah. Uh, or excuse me, 2013, pardon me. Um, eight years. So it's a, it's hard. It gets yeah. hard. It's hard. You, you run out of ideas and you, you need to keep pivoting toward different things. And then when you do that, people bitch at you and you right. Know. You can never win. And I do understand it. Also, everyone gets mad. Not you two and some things that like everything's a remake or everything's a sequel, but like right. movies were new in 1950. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now, like it's hard to come up with anything you do. It's hard to come up with an original idea. Yeah. Right. People say there's no such thing. But uh, and then even that, you know what I mean? To come like fucking left field out of nowhere. Uh, you seen the series You? Y O U? I haven't seen it now. So first season, I thought was really kind of like you just said, maybe not the perfect thing, but like really good yeah. shit you didn't expect yeah. out of left field, and you really get feel a type of way about all this. And then season two and three, it feels like every other kind of like murder show I've ever seen. You know, yeah. just like the normalist. And it's fine. Like, I'll watch it, but it's not like... It falls the, into a pattern. Yeah, the first one, you're like, oh, dang, this is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And Dexter's kind of like that, too. And Dexter's a little bit older, too. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Game of Thrones, right? It's based on a book. And so that that, that hits pretty good. And you and, get, you get like, more info already when you're a director, right? Because yeah, you yeah. have this piece yeah. of work that you're manipulating. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I think, too, like, if you're a, if you're a writer, if you do music... Um, whatever the first thing you did is the one that's been you've been holding on to and 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 reworking and whatever forever. Yeah, the next one is the one that's hard, right? Because now you're trying to back up or play off of or uh, Ozark's another one. Yeah, but, but I think all three rip. I love all three seasons. The third season is darker than I wish it was. Oh, it, you wanted it to keep. Uh, I want. I needed more of a balance between yeah. dark and light, and there's just almost yeah. no light in in season three of Ozark. Yeah, maybe it'll come back. Maybe not. It does also. It. Yeah, I agree. I, it, I don't mind it though. The just because yeah. when I look at Bateman, I kind of feel light, regardless. Because in that whole thing, um, he's not like comedic like he is in other stuff, but yeah. he's he's kind of dry. He is like super you know dry. what I mean, which I, is kind of funny even though it shouldn't be. Yeah, I listen to a podcast that he does. Um, it's called Smartless. He does it with uh, Will Arnett, who does oh, a yeah. million voices, and then um, Sean Hayes, who was in um, Will and Grace. Any weird big names like that have a podcast? Maybe it's just weird. Well, they started. It, they started it in in lockdown. Yeah. So, and but, it, or what's the other one that rips uh, or does a lot of downloads? Dax Shepard. And not yeah. that he's a huge name. He's like a BC list guy. But it's just weird to me. He made his name in podcasting. Oh, that's, uh, now, he, yeah, he for was, sure. He was, no, he was married to Kristen Bell, and right. you know, people knew about him. He's been he in a million things, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Sort of been, yeah, he's been adjacent. He's been celebrity adjacent yeah. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. he knows everybody, and he's in the scene, but he's not the guy. But that's like, even in the beginning, when like Kevin Hart and The Rock came to YouTube, I was like, this just feels weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, what are you doing over here? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, obviously we've experienced too when you pivot, like, we've burned off a bunch of audience by not, by not interviewing fitness influencers yeah. every week. We just have. It's yeah. just obvious. But our interests changed and we have to follow the things that, that 
that we can sustain. Yeah, it'll be a shitty interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be a shitty interview. And what are you going to do? I mean, you talk but, to the next Olymp- Mr. Olympia, like he, he's eating the same chicken and rice the other dude's eating. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. And, and the thing is, though, that some some part of the audience is always going to want that thing. Yeah. Regardless of how shitty you do it, right? Or so, or the brand new audience. There's always a brand new audience. That's there's always a brand new audience who found yeah. their new favorite bodybuilder. Yeah, and we don't. This I will freely admit as a uh, as a producer, this is my fault. Like this show doesn't have a lot of on ramp. We don't really like. We don't introduce ourselves at the beginning. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, you yeah, pretty yeah. much have to know who we are. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. When I see when I listen to. Uh, you know, Massonomics podcast. They came after us. Yeah. They, they patterned themselves somewhat after things we used to do. And they are so much more regimented like that. They introduce yeah. themselves. They they run their ads, all that stuff. And Fuck them. We could do it. <laughs> we could do all those things. I just don't know how much it would help. That too. And, and I do feel like at the end of the day, the point of YouTube and podcast is that you are just you. Yeah. And that's what you and I are doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm real he, good at being me. I've said this many times on Twitter. I'm not good at a lot of things, but I'm really good at being me. Yeah. Which sounds stupid, but I honestly think people aren't. They don't know who they are. I I agree with that. Right? So yeah. then same idea. Like you do a podcast like, oh, I love Joe Rogan. Then you try to do your podcast like Joe Rogan. Like, bitch, you ain't Joe Rogan. You don't have that. So right. why don't you just be you? Yeah. But people yeah. don't know who they are. Yeah, people don't. Yeah, exactly. There's and, your philosophy, kids. And and I used to say that if somebody is doing long form podcasting, you're seeing who they are. There's like no, no. chance that no. they're that there's nothing that there's other stuff going on with yeah. it. But I, when I look backwards, I know that that is not true. I think people people who are we're going to sociopathic, whatever, they can keep up any front forever. I think um, I think you get to know. Well, if we're going sociopath or psychopath, um, that's a whole different conversation because, yeah, their life is not being them. Yeah. Right? That Like the goal of a psychopath is to not show his true colors. Right. Or her true colors. Right. Um, but I think I think you're right still. And I've said the same thing with live streaming or you can like have a gimmick and like rev up. But if you're not only doing long format, but you do mm-hmm. long format for a long time, because mm-hmm. you do long, you can do three episodes or three hours and put on an act, right? That's called a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and they're literally acting. But if you do long format content for a decade, yeah. Probably not hiding much. No, I think that yeah, it's, it's true. Well, the sociopath, I agree. Well, the, the sociopaths or the psychopaths' only skill is to not be them. Right. And so it, then, of course, they can do it. And then there's a certain segment of audience that doesn't want to believe anything that's incongruous with the image that they already have in their head. Yeah. You know? Or, or and that's, uh, it's going to sound stupid when I say it, but it was kind of an aha moment to me that no one, no one knows you ever because they only know the perception of you and you never know what their perception is of you. So who you think Mike is and who Mike thinks Mike is are different humans. Different things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so like that's kind of the, the content thing the whole world could see and each individual will perceive you differently yeah something i say really pisses this person off and something i say really resonates with this person but and then how i think i say it is all different too <laughs> right and and you might have a pretty good hit rate with most people but some people are not going to get it right right and, and and that's creating content being an actor being a comedian is that you hit a majority yeah. and if you hit a majority you grow yeah yeah or you get a niche, or you get a whatever, because enough people understand your humor, your communication style, your whatever. Yeah, I saw somebody commenting on um, one of the episodes of Topic Thunder, our Friday show, which is a 10-minute panel show. It's different than this show because we're not trying to... uh, We're trying to have a discussion. We're trying to have a fun discussion about a particular topic and bring up particular issues and opinions and things like that, that it's not... It's not this show. It's not. It's yeah. just an extension of this show, but it is not what. It's not the basic premise of this show, or maybe what we used to do, which is slightly more educational or whatever. Right. Also, you know, with this show, and then in in, yeah. in the past, YouTube or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I saw somebody complaining on one of those episodes on your yeah. Uh, yeah, they're saying, all bad. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, your your, your content's really yeah. falling down. I was like, yeah. no, it's just different than what you expected, but it's it's fine content. Well, and the same thing I did. Eight years of how to deadlift. And yeah, best, like I, 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 I wrote a college course on my YouTube channel on how to deadlift, or other people's channels being featured. Like, right. yeah, man, I'm not going to teach you a block pull anymore. 
Just yeah. Not. Yeah. In person, you come in. We have a bunch of members that pick my brain all day long. Yeah, I'm going to help you. I'm going to answer your questions, but I'm not going to sit down and talk to a camera by myself about deadlifting again. <laughs> Never going to do it. I'll bash my head against the wall. I totally understand that. And yeah. um, at a seminar, sure. Yeah. Right. Coaching, sure. I, it's not that I'm done educating or coaching or helping. Right. But I'm definitely done talking to my damn self about it. Yeah. <laughs> and and the people who are new to something are the people who want that kind of deep right. divey whatever. And the people who are are good at producing that kind of content yeah. probably going to reap more of those people. And there, there's some people that are just better than me. Yeah, Jeff Nippard goes hard. That dude literally does produce a college fucking yeah. <laughs> science project on each video. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, c- I could. I have the resources. I have the knowledge. I have the experience. But I just don't want to do that in terms of content. It's not fun for me. And then, yeah, I agree. There's always new people. But what blows my mind is whoever left that comment and whatever. But... That person's seen all my old stuff. Yeah. So you just want me to do my old shit again? Yeah. Is there... <laughs> right? You're, gonna play like the, you're not over it either? Yeah. There's only so much of the greatest hits that yeah. that, that that we can tolerate, I guess. Yeah, just go back and watch the other ones if you love yeah. them so much. What's yeah. the... It's a dumb meme. There's all... I, I love Instagram. Someone said, uh, go, does in, going on Instagram feel like... Uh, a mall that's closing really slowly. <laughs> like, kinda. It does yeah. to a certain extent. No, it that's, definitely does. That's true. And it, yeah, things go in waves though. And so yeah, who knows? Sure. Can, yeah, I noticed they changed uh, they changed the way the timeline works. They're, they switch everything every day. My yeah. buttons look different every day. I so, think they're just grasping for air. So if you're, if you're subscribed to someone and what they're doing primarily is reels, or if they're doing primarily IGTV, those will be in your timeline. Yeah. And then you have to go to IGTV to see a bunch of other people's Just, yeah, stuff, random. Or, or reels to see a bunch of other people's stuff. Yeah, yeah. you click the reel button and now you're on TikTok, but you're on Instagram, but it's yeah. all the same. So I guess it kind of guarantees that, that you see everything that's well, not as a guarantee, but it makes it more likely that you will right. see everything that, that. But it's still fucked algorithm. Like if you follow someone new, all their shit shows up for like a month. Yeah, and you just just everyone else disappears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I didn't like them that much. I liked them enough to follow them, but it's not all I wanted to see. Like it's all fucked. But yeah, long story short, there's a meme, and like all these philosophical whatever memes like some are like they're good they're, it's true yeah i just don't want it posted every motherfucker's posting it everywhere yeah but it said something like uh oh you think i've changed that was the point oh yeah you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. i don't like you no more you've changed like yeah yes yes i was 23 when i first <laughs> podcasted now i'm 33 <laughs> when i'm now podcasting like yeah hopefully something changed yeah something changed along the way i grew you either grew with me or you didn't yeah. that's my yeah. dude who's leaving the comment like yeah man i'm not doing a deadlift video for the one thousandth time over a thousandth time yeah yeah and the, the, honestly this is all related to the topic that we're that yeah we're mind control today very much mind <laughs> control but i i um people can put names and faces behind this all they want to but i'm going to share a story um there was a time when I was in a sprinter van in LA with a group of people working on a podcast in 2017. And uh, the lead personality of that podcast is filming or is being filmed in at night in this sprinter van uh, talking to someone on um, Instagram, like voice on Instagram about their depression, their potential suicidal thoughts, their uh, just general disappointment with themselves, can't figure out how to get shit going, whatever, whatever, whatever. And this is being filmed as content. Yeah, an intimate, and da- I'm, dangerous. And I'm wondering, did this sprinter van jump a shark back there? Yeah. Because it sure feels like it. And it's when people who are not qualified to do stuff like that do it and don't say, you know, like be inspired by if, 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 hey, if I, if, if we fit together in that way, if things I say fit together with things you need to hear, then that's great. Right. Lending a helping hands different than maybe trying to put on a professional hat. That's exactly it. Or a shoulder. Yeah, that's exactly it. And what we have in parts two and three of the way down um, is a lot of that. That stuff, people yeah, all try, that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. That's, I guess, the main thing that popped in my head that 
but it's hard. So I grew up in the Catholic Church. Yeah. And uh, although the Catholic Church has a very tainted name publicly, especially by millennials, I feel like they fucking just say it's all bad, you yeah. know? But, like, there's good. There's good. I think I have good morals because I have dope parents and because I went to the Catholic Church, right? Like, some of the core stuff is great. Some of the core values is great. And the, the big picture of religion... I also uh, am not that much against. I don't go to church no more. I don't claim anything. Mm-hmm. Stopped when I was eighteen. But there's a lot of things I've even thought about when I have kids that there's maybe some kind of regimen in religion that I would want my kids to be a part of. The negative, obviously, there's tons of scandals. But mm-hmm. that's any group, and especially when you get millions of people. Right? There's scandals in the NFL. There's mm-hmm. scandals in you name powerlifting. <laughs> right. Powerlifting is a much smaller group. There's scandals everywhere. But with religion. Because of the Bible, I guess. I don't know. Maybe you have a better thought. It does teach you everything you're supposed to do, right? How to raise kids, how to eat, how to live, how to write. Subject to interpretation. Well, yeah. well that's that's why there's more than one. Right. If there was no subject to interpretation, there'd only be one religion. <clears throat> and some, some of those things are taken as, you know, to be about a particular thing that were not necessarily written for sure. about a particular but, thing. But the Bible does touch on every aspect of life. And how you interpret it is what makes Mormon, Lutheran, Catholic, right? Yeah. Otherwise, we'd all just agree, say, yep, that is the law. Yeah. It's not a law, right? It's, it is interpretation. But my point is that it touches on every aspect. Um, and so it gets extreme when this trick starts to tell you how to raise your kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the, the Bible and, and things do try to... They talk about family, and they yeah. talk about... You know what I mean? So, yeah. like... You watch if you have no religious background, you never been to church, you never grew up in this stuff, and you watch this, you're like, oh, cult. But in my head, I'm getting this argument like, yeah, this bitch is clearly fucking nuts. <laughs> but if you're really Catholic and you're having trouble with a teenager, you might go to your priest and try to get some advice. Right. Like it's not unheard of. Although your priest, by definition of being a priest, has no experience raising teenagers or any other. <laughs> For children sure, in the Catholic that Church, that you know about, no. that they claim no. out in public. But so. that, that's a hard argument too, though. Anywhere you go, yeah. That do you have to have hands-on experience to be the best? Yeah. Right, I think some of the best to, some of the best sports coaches of all time were shit players or I, never played. I don't think you have to have hands-on experience to have insight. I think that if you're building a whole program of something, you better have hands-on experience. One, the issue obviously with this movie is that the fucking chick just says beat them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. there's no there's no exactly. like hey you know this psychology your kids tend to do this or you know is literally beat them lock them in a closet for three days. Yeah, this just to recap, this is Gwen Shamblin Lara and her husband, uh, her second husband, and then just sort of the the guy who was kind of the uh, the other male leader inside the church, sort of disciplinarian. Teddy Anger, Te- yeah, Ted <laughs> Anger, Anger, Teddy Anger. Tried to tried to pronounce it French, Anger. So that's not. I don't think that's really how you pronounce it in French, but uh, essentially telling these parents to beat their children to this into submission. Like, yeah. there are a lot of people who used to believe that. There are fewer people who believe it now. Uh, yeah. evidence would indicate that uh, it it may work okay with some kids and it it's very detrimental well, to other kids. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I don't think you mean beat them. I th- mean no, spanking, I don't. A spanking yeah, spanking, but they're talking about like beating. They're talking to those like fucking grabbing a candle and slapping some of the kids. <laughs> Glue sticks. What a weird thing, right? Glue sticks. Like You've heard of like, was a switch the southern term? Yeah, yeah. Go oh, cut me a switch. I yeah. understand that. Or, or, you know, a belt. I get that. Those are like common themes or a wooden spoon. Yeah. Common themes. A fucking candle? Or a uh, glue stick, glue stick. extra long uh, glue stick. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I've never even seen an extra long glue stick. So I, I have really know, because but... my mom's really into arts and crafts, and so you get like an industrial looking glue gun, and you'd have a huge. That's why I keep thinking candle because it's fucking the size of a long candle, uh, and it's in the back of your glue gun. Okay, I when they described it, I was like, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> and the way this story rolls out, like you, you, it's there's like dark clouds surrounding this one poor kid who uh, you you hear from a church babysitter. Was she part of the church? That's what I maybe she, didn't understand. Or just kind of worked there. I That was not clear. It sounded like a summer job, which it, is weird. It sounded, <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't tell. She was, it, she was taking care of like 15 to 20 kids yeah. during a service. Yeah. And she had been doing that for a while. And after this one incident where 
uh, a, a parent that was part of this this church just beat the shit out of this kid. What a, but he told her to. Yeah, he told her to, and he said, "No, I won't." She said, "I will not do that." What? I, I just, what I a weird thing. I don't feel comfortable Again, doing that. I don't have kids. I don't have like babysitting experience. I've never babysat. I mean, like coached kids and stuff, but like, nope. And even that, like, I've coached anywhere from fourth grade up to senior in high school in basketball, whether it be camps or practice. No parent ever like came in and told me what I could or couldn't do. Yeah. Like, and I was obviously in my small community, and so people knew me and stuff, but like, there's just kind of like human rules. That I followed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just followed just, the rules of human. Just a little basic morality. But the parents like, didn't tell me one way or another. Yeah. Like, hey, go tough on my kid. Like, no one ever, not even once said anything of the nature. Yeah. And that's why I was hired, is they probably trusted me to do my job. And not do crazy shit. And you would seem, it would be the same with a babysitter, right? right? Like, yeah, you give them some rules. Like, hey, little Timmy can't have ice cream after nine or some shit. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, beat him <laughs> hard, I believe was what he said. Yeah. Hard. You know. Beat him and beat him and beat him. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, a later in the story, the, the kid dies. And yeah, it makes me think that the girl wasn't a part of the church because she said right after that she never came back. She never came back. Where I feel like if you bought into this shit, you're in for a while. I, and I didn't know if never came back meant I didn't uh, come back and, and babysit again yeah. or if it meant I left the church. It was it was not clear. That's why I it think doesn't she, seem easy to leave this church, which right. is another story. That's why I thought she was only a babysitter. Yeah. And left just her job, which is also weird, though. Why wouldn't you grab some girl that's already sipped a tea? That's a good or question. Kool Aid. Tea, yeah. I guess, is a different topic. D- tea's no, just information. Yeah. Depending, depending on what liquid you drink is. That depending. one snuck up on me. I didn't see that one coming at all. Yeah. I don't know. Spill the tea. I, I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. The gossip. Yeah. I don't know. Kool Aid makes sense, too, because it's what's his name, right? Like, that's a little more in your face. Uh, Jim Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Flavor aid, I think, in that case, but everybody thinks it's Kool Aid. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, that was a weird, weird scenario. Another, Another cult. cult. Yeah. Another cult. And the, like, I think that one of the, um, one of the misconceptions about that is that that everybody drank it willingly. I, I, yeah. I, like, maybe up to half or more of them forced. were forced. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Makes sense, though. Yeah. But they all sort of knew things. You know, yeah, that yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, being yeah. part of the issue that yeah. they they knew things. What what uh, surprised me also in this is they talk about her marriage with this dude or her second husband or whatever yeah. the Tarzan guy yeah. is that he was just kind of like a fuck up. Yeah, until he found this, this right. But like, why is she doing that? Because like, at least in the first episode, they go more into her diet career mm-hmm. rather than her church. Her church career does seem very involved with just that church, just in her town. Mm-hmm. So it seems very local and very, not small-timey, but small-timey. A cult can't be national. I well, mean, I guess yeah, it could. Well, it can. But a cult, uh, you're probably going to her church if you're sipping this Kool-Aid. Probably so, because that kind of control Right. You, is, you, you're bought in, yeah. or you're moving there if you're national. If right. you're in California, you believe in her that much, you're moving to Tennessee to go to her worship every day. Right. Uh, but her book, I mean, she's on fucking CNN and Letterman or whatever. Right. It's so national, and then she got rich off of that, it seems. And mm-hmm. obviously, she kept selling those things while she was becoming a, a, a church leader. Point being, is if she's on this scale of like wealth or celebrityhood, why is she with F-list Tarzan van riding bum i i think it, it has to be because she thought she could control him and yeah she, and he yeah, would maybe. he would parrot whatever message that he yeah a parrot move. she gave him he's good looking enough parrot move and he had some kind of hollywood-esque ish bullshit background yeah for her prestige I, enough. I, I think i think it's easier to figure out why she dumped the first husband because he yeah. was he was on the verge of just calling bullshit maybe everything. being normal <laughs> yeah and he's like i don't want to be involved in that weird ass thing that you're doing yeah um, which is understandable because, yeah. like, he, you know, he had an actual like religious education and was was a minister. He was, you yeah. Know. Some things they mention in the show are just kind of weird, right? They go off about her eldest son, I think, being the musician, and you're like, I guess it's not weird. Uh, I guess it's weird they mention it to me. Uh, I guess it's weird how they tried to frame it, like this kid wasn't into the religion and he's musician and he's depressed. I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like, like, like. Why did you make this a big? St- like, look at his fucking mom. Like this yeah. picture. I don't know if you can show it on the screen or not. That we're we having can, issues, but, but the, you look at the ty- the the cover of the the show or the cover of the documentary, and then you show her in the nineties. Like, it's not like she's smoking hot, but she's like normal southern looking lady, uh-huh. and then turns into like, oh fuck. 
Yeah. Like a horror character. It looks like the scream mask. <laughs> that, she looks like the scream mask with a wig. Like it's the scariest face. <laughs> and all and then the yeah. other thing, even the the people that a lot of the interviews are of people that have left the church obviously for obvious yeah, right, reasons. Right. And a lot of them just mention her hair. Yeah. They don't really say like, no, she turned into a scary witch. Like they just say like her hair got taller. Yeah. I'm like, no, like do you see her like it's not just me. Like look at her fucking face. Yeah. She looks so scary. Yeah, like it, uh, the the interview from the probably nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, uh, she has normal makeup and normal yep. hair. Even her face is normal. And then uh, the more recent stuff. I mean, this is a little. I think that that they've caricatured this a little bit, but for the most part, this is how she looks. Yeah, because we saw video of it, and it yeah, looks pretty damn exactly. Similar. She her her makeup is considerably more extreme, and her hair is bizarre. And her face is just, and obviously she got older, but there's had to be plastic surgery or something's going on because her face just looks so, un- and she's so unhealthy looking. She looks like 10 years older. Than- she's probably, what, I don't know, 50, 60. She looks 70, 80. Like, she looks scary. Yeah, she looks old. Yeah. 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 And somewhere along the line, this whole thing became about uh, control of everything. Yeah. Not just the food, whatever, and that but like probably the most disturbing thing was um not wanting people to take their medications for yeah. for psychological conditions, you know, and anxiety, depression. So that's whatever. what I was trying to get where my conflict internal of like my religious why I think religion's okay in some instances or cool or good. And how some of them are controlling of your lives. Because mm-hmm. humans are fucking messes. We, we kind of need these borders, right? You need a moral border somewhere. It's got to come from somewhere. A teacher, a mentor, a parent, a religion, right? Otherwise, we're all we're, you can go down the wrong road in life. You don't know societal norms. Uh, and so, like, I understand sometimes when a religion or a leader or a basketball coach or something tells you some things and teaches some things, like, yeah, man, this is how we deal with this. Mm-hmm. That's just growing up, right, as an adolescent and a teenager. And so, like, how controlling the religion gets, I guess I could say I understand that if you're bought in, why you would allow it to... Because some people say, like, oh, I just go to church, but I don't listen to... They don't control what I do outside the church or something. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I understand... Or, like, uh, is it even Mormons? Like, they're not supposed to drink caffeine, and they're not... Right? Like, I understand that in some Mm -hmm. instances. And so if you believe in God or, or your sect of religion so much... You would follow it because you want it to be right. And it's the same thing with like any hobby you're down in. If you believe in lifting so much, you're going to take your creatine every day and you're going to go to bed on time every day and you're going to stop drinking alcohol purely because it affects your performance. Or You know what I mean? I, I understand how these things can can build. Yeah. And see, that when I grew up in the church, the, like swearing was not a, not a thing. Yeah. And alcohol was also not a thing because, you know, the Catholics are much happier without alcohol than, than, than Baptist variant protestants catholics like where i grew up yeah and it wasn't until um it wasn't until i was in college and i took a like a world religions course and i found out about you know all really a lot of different things but like particularly buddhism it's like oh okay i actually get this one for sure this one makes sense to me in a way that none of this other stuff ever did and i've been fed that since the time i could you know recognize english language and this I didn't become a Buddhist out of it. What I did was become a no longer Christian out of it. Sure. You know? Yeah. So I was raised Catholic until I was 18, but the high school I went to was obviously non-religious. And so in high school, I think even freshman year, we began to study each religion as a book mm-hmm. and then each religion as like a historic culture, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of same idea for me, opened my eyes to a lot of things, even uh, Islam and a mm-hmm. bunch of things and learn a ton about it. Um, yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly, the otherwise, but you kind of, as much as you can, because anything you learn, read is semi-biased or semi, they could add truths or take away truths because it's all perspective, right? Yeah. But um, as much as we could look at it factually, yeah, we did. Uh, and that opened my eyes to a ton of shit too. And I guess that's what I'm getting at. Like I understand, although this lady seemed forced to stop taking her depression meds, which is the main thing we're talking about here, yeah. and went crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she ended up in a hospital because she's right. not taking her depression meds. But I, you know, if you believe so much in, in manifestation or this or that or God or whatever that you can 
change your even people now like even me like i've been offered depression meds by many a therapist and i said no yeah. uh because i believe that i can fight things you know and i and, and i know where i'm at on this scale luckily so far uh you know and 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 so i get that i guess i, I get where the lady could be sold into this but then it started to become like forced right and then also because you're part of this small community in tennessee where you live where you mm-hmm. hang out your friends that the social pressure it becomes mean girls, right? Where they're yeah. calling you fat, ugly, don't hang out with us until you get off your meds, kind of deal. That's obviously much more negative than me caring for Jim as a human. Hey, man, these meds have some negative side effects. What do you think? You know, do you mm-hmm. think you should take them or not? That's a much different conversation than how they forced it, I guess. Yeah, the the scariest part is the lack of any kind of tolerance for variation. Right. Everybody has to be exactly the same. And, uh, you know, part of the issue with with psych meds is that they, some of them cause some people to gain weight. Sure. In a way that's pretty, uncontrollable is not exactly the word I'm looking for, but difficult to control. That's a lot of meds, even some birth control stuff or whatever, right? Right. Like they got a lot of effects going on. Right, right, for sure. And and I guess, I don't know if that's the thing that they were after or if- Oh, her getting fat? Yeah. Maybe. Or or if it uh, it had to do with her ability to um, actually have self-confidence. Yeah. And not and and question not not question or just not blindly accept everything that's being told and 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 I think that's what offered. it is to me. But just because this whole thing, which the movie does decent, they actually don't go that hard on it. They they go hard on it, kind of being negative and controlling. But like it is just this chick's power trip, right? That's yeah. this entire fucking yeah, well, <laughs> which makes sense for any cult. And not that there's not a power trip in other authorities and other communities yeah. or religions. Yeah. Some humans have power trips, but I think they can point to more reasons and explain to you why, hey, Jim, I don't think you should be taking this or whatever, where this is just a shame game. It's yeah. just a power, follow me, shame game. Yeah. And her husband came to the accommodation of, if I don't see you take it, yeah. then if they ask me about it, I can say, I haven't seen you take it. Yeah. Which is just really riding a line between yeah. the truth and a lie. Well, is, is he even, yeah, is he even in the game then? But that's like, well, that's, that's like, a, that's that's like the whole moral truth. Like, yeah. Like, if you kill someone and they'll find out, you're still a fucking murderer. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. And so, I mean, he's just, he's just playing a semantic game yeah. for them to be able to still stay in it because they don't have an identity outside of it, I guess. For sure. Also, they probably don't doesn't. have friends. They also probably don't have friends. Yeah, and they, they mention how, and some of this, again, like you take it away, isolate it from the rest of this craziness, isn't that bad. Like um, it gets a little commune, but they're talking about like, oh, we have a mechanic in the church. So go to that mechanic. Yeah. Like I like some of that. <laughs> you know, maybe it's because I grew up in a small community, but like, uh, and maybe my dad was kind of loyal to that. Like, like maybe it's not the cheapest and maybe it's not the best work, but if my friend's a mechanic and he's good enough, I'm going to take my car there. Like, I like that. And they, and they make it a forced thing, obviously. Right. But uh, I guess trying to play devil's advocate, I see how some of these people can buy into this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like that idea. Like, yeah, my friend owns is a hairdresser. I want to go to my friend. I, I, I like that idea and I would rather have some kind of connection to someone I'm going to spend a reasonable right. amount of money with ahead of time, but it doesn't always work out. And no. It, in fact, no. in my personal experience, it almost never works out yeah. in your favor. Yeah. It can and, get muddy. Yeah. And it, well, even if it's just like recommendations from neighbors, like I have not had one of those pan out in my life. I don't do a lot of recommendations. If I know them, it's gone okay, I think. Um, but I also judge that based on how close I know them and how I already kind of know their work, whatever they do. Recommendations right. often, I think, fail. Hey, man, this food's hella good. Like, bro, you got shit tasting pizza. This yeah. pizza sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even like that small is bad. But uh, the other one is the divorce stuff, right? Which kind of, I think, plays into that depression. Yeah. The guy looking away. They 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 build a big <laughs> story around multiple people, but especially one couple um, that got divorced and then kind of you get kicked out <laughs> by law like yeah. she's got money and whether it's it's uh, uh, uh Gwen herself uh-huh. or somebody's buying lawyers to fight you right uh against your spouse cuz your spouse is more into the church than you are and you basically get exiled that way right which, yeah which probably played a role in that guy saying like all right don't ask don't tell on these pills you're taking yeah i think that we talked a little bit last time about the um about the her 
second husband, Gwen's second husband's um, baby mama. Yeah. And yeah. the custody fight over that. That, you know, spoiler alert, she actually gets some distance between them before before they're killed in this plane crash. Yeah. Uh, she does successfully, you see, interview with her about actually it's like, well, I get to live 50 miles away, so I'm going to live exactly 50 miles away. Yeah. And to try to protect my child from which isn't that far, really. Going. It's huh? not that far. No. <laughs> now we can't get to to San Francisco in fifty miles. Yeah, but here. you're almost, almost, yeah. but not quite there. Yeah, you're in the Bay, ish, yeah, <laughs> ish, yeah. Um, yeah, just I, I understood, I understood where she was coming from, and what I don't completely understand is why they, because this they essentially give up, gave up. Yeah, like she wore them down somehow, and I don't really know. She was yeah. more. It was more trouble than it was worth, or the fact that they couldn't, they wouldn't be able to use that kid as part of a uh, communication campaign or whatever around kids of this thing, right. because the mom would always be contesting it, right, in public, and, and so and that kind of seemed to start to be like her own issue with her own kids. Although they, how many kids she have? Three she, or four? She two, and then yeah, I, I guess the and the, the adopt stepped whatever, but yeah, uh, yeah, they only really talked about that son. And the, this, the eldest son. Yeah, and the son clearly was looking for a way out. Yeah. He was a talented creative type, but at the same time, like he couldn't land anywhere. Well, I maybe I'm just an asshole, but like they're like, "Oh, he's like so talented." And then I hear his music. I'm like, his, "Dude, his voice wasn't good and the music voice sucked." Was, the, his voice was terrible. I was okay with the music. His voice was terrible. The the stepfather had a much better voice. And like the fucking uh like music video ish stuff they showed. I was like, this is, I don't know it's probably older. It's probably mid 2010s, yeah, yeah. but I was like, this sucks. This is corny as shit. <laughs> What's going on? Like, cause a couple of even people in the church that left like, yeah, he was so talented. He needed to spread his wings. I was like, nah, he well, sucks. He sucks. Cause he sucks. At, at, at the very least, that was kind of the lore. Right. Him, right. That he was talented. People well, told him he was talented. And in so. this tiny community, which I just found out my sister lived in this community. What? Yeah. She lived in Tennessee for like th- two or three years or something. In this part of Tennessee, she said she lived in Brentwood. Okay. I don't know if it's in this gated ass yeah, area, Ashlawn but is the but yeah. Brentwood's right there. Yeah. yeah. Did she know anything about this? No, song? she didn't. But she just started watching this. That I was about crazy. It. Yeah. That uh, well, yeah. and she be- probably lived ish in this time. It was probably 2014, 15, 16. <sighs> Interesting. Yeah. Weird. The, the the show does say be continued. We don't have to wrap this up if you have more ideas, but uh, it popped in my head uh, because it says to be continued because they just uh, die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. clearly, there's more that will come out about this, yeah. and the 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 plane crash is being investigated. And like I said before, 2021, had, right? Literal. Yeah, it yeah. was May of yeah. 2021, and yeah. it was the day that the the other big like through line was the, and we talked about this last time, the couple whose daughter got involved with a with a. Uh, yeah, a somewhat older boy who was uh, deep into the this remnant fellowship yeah. church, and essentially just like seduced her away from her family and yeah. into the church, and and uh, she wanted to get married like in in the church, and that this Gwen person was going to officiate. And her parents said, we will not go to your wedding yeah. if that's the case. Like they, this is a, a truism about uh, about negotiation. You have to be willing to entirely walk away. Yeah. yeah. Anything you do, you're buying a car or your daughter's getting married somewhere crazy. Yeah. You have yeah. to say, okay, well, fuck you then. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, well, this is over. Yeah. Like, I can't deal with this anymore. I can't, I won't, I will not do it your way. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And so they caved, and you see video of uh, of the the dad, you know, walking the daughter down the aisle. But this is the same day that this plane crash happened. Yeah, and as you know, as long as yeah. he's not an airplane mechanic, I, I was going to say they got to be investigated, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially There's after some, the show came out, something happened. But I, I, it feels like the whole, you know, um, the whole thrust of the thing is that social systems. While they do control behavior and they create expectation and all that stuff, they can also be really dangerous. Yeah, depending upon who's sure. who's leading them. Yeah, yeah, intent. They also mention a bunch of like little things. I feel like that they don't dig too deep into, but it might come out in season two or whatever. But they talk about like, oh, she like kind of stopped giving service. They were just traveling everywhere. 
Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so you're like, all right, they're traveling everywhere. And then obviously the plane crashes and he's a pseudo pilot or he's a pilot of he's some nature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's able to crash a plane. It so. just blows my mind, right? Like, cause I don't know. I don't know much about that world by any means, but like everyone's like, dude, it's really hard to become a pilot and get your own license and get your own plane. And then like you see crazies like this guy and yeah. he's not as crazy as her, but he's just like a fucking surfer bum and he's a fucking pilot. And I'm like, that does seem kind of dangerous. Uh, I had a friend in undergrad who who uh, he was probably a little bit younger than me at the time. He was probably I don't know twenty two, twenty three, something like that. But he actually had like a pilot's license, yeah. and we we and his family had you know access to a plane or whatever. And we took a a, a trip from the little airport that used to be in the Thomas area that I don't think is there anymore. Uh, to the Bay Area and back, I fucking threw up a whole no, sketches way, me out the whole way there. Yeah. Less on the way back, but on the whole way there. Uh, I don't like heights, and so that didn't really help. And Small like, planes are sketch. Yeah, exactly. And this is a very young. Although, I mean, he he certainly was confident and seemed to know what he was doing, or whatever. But it was it was is really unnerving. Then I remember, probably five, six, seven years later, um, running into him at a grocery store, and he'd been in a motorcycle accident, and clearly his mentation was not what it was before. So my question. <laughs> Was, yeah, is he still, still flying planes or is he still riding motorcycles yeah. or you know yeah i'm out he was like who yeah it was just a little a little vacant and yeah. a lot slower than i ever remember and he was you know he, he wasn't a road scholar or anything at the time yeah, yeah. either so you know yeah maybe I, that's my I, going to state school folks so yeah i'm not flying in any of that shit but that uh, it's a common theme too like yeah. uh even uh obviously the kobe thing but like uh, even last year i think some was it a singer or nascar somebody whole family fucking crashed down like shit happens all the time in these little ass planes mm-hmm. like I, I don't know i don't know the percentages i'm talking my ass i don't know if they actually are that much more dangerous but it seems like it, it it's a, a lot of times it's doctors because they have the disposable income to do it sure. or at least they did in an era when yeah before they had um you know, almost generational debt for yeah. medical school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or how far you climb the doctor ranks now. Yeah. You might still. Yeah. Um, as just a pivot and sort of to put a bow on this thing as well, I looked up, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to put a, um, a link in, uh, in the show notes about this. But- I was going to say, so they, uh, they, I wish they would have interviewed him more, which I didn't know was a job. There was a cult, uh, well, T programmer? No, he had oh. he was interviewed in the show. It was a better name than that. It was a, a cult uh fuck. What's oh. it called? Damn, I'm blanking. Like uh interventionist, I believe. Okay. I believe yeah, that yeah, was yeah, his yeah. official title. He yeah, was yeah. a cult interventionist. I was like, that's a fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> How many cults are running around this guy? A lot. <laughs> that's so scary. There's a lot. That's so scary. There's a lot. But I wish they would have interviewed that guy more. Obviously, I would have loved someone currently in the church and her and maybe her sister. You know, I would have loved more interviews of the meat, which they're not going to accept. They're not going to get. Uh, yeah. But the cult interventionist, I wish he would have gone on a little more. He wasn't that interesting, but I know he's been through some shit. You know, you know he's <laughs> he's seen some crazies. I believe that. Uh, this article seems pretty thorough to me. It was actually just published in August, but only two votes, and it's at like 50%. So somebody Aww. loved it and somebody hated it. Or Natalie. Natalie, I think your work's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to hit the high spots of the of the getting away part. And this is the things. these are the things that I kept thinking about for these people who were clearly wanting to get out. Yeah. And a lot of them the, who actually got out kind of leveraged their way out one way or another. And you, you understand leaving. Like leave, change change is the hardest and worst thing for any human, right. let alone someone with like self-esteem or anxiety right. or depression. Like, right, right. right. And then the things we talked about, which um, your life's built there. Your mechanic goes to the church. Yeah. Your babysitter, your right. chef, your neighbor, your everyone. And there's probably a big part of you that still believes in what's going on, mm-hmm. right? There's just some echo in you saying, I got to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> right? But like that's an argument internally, externally. It's a big, it's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, step one, pack your things. You're like, like, duh, but like not duh. There's a lot going on inside right. your brain. Yeah. Right. You got to, yeah, I will link this article so you can see all the, the points. But like, particularly if the cult lives in a compound, although this was like one community and not really a, a compound. Yeah, but it's still your house. Like you got to maybe sell your house if you own it. Like there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, and and there are a lot of eyes on you. Is for the sure because that's I mean, a cult doesn't really work without without um, control. Yeah, without they talk, this, we didn't talk about that. They distributed about, control. They talk right? about cell phone stuff, and then they yeah. talk about Facebook. One member just gave fucking Ted Anger her Facebook. I think. Yes. And they're like, I, I don't know if I do that to anybody. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> like what? Ted Anger needs to update my uh, top five friends and my status. Like, wh- why does he need access? It's fucking weird. Wasn't it tough? Wasn't that um, MySpace? Was yeah, MySpace. no, I was just yes. bouncing around. Yeah, uh, no, bouncing my references. Uh, yeah, I just uh, that, that, that was like, another good meme I saw. Uh, now that we're talking, <laughs> someone said like uh, it was a text message picture, uh-huh. and it was names by top five. And he said, "Man, I wish Instagram or Facebook would bring back the top five, so I didn't have to text out my list every day." <laughs> like he's texting his, <laughs> he's texting his friends where they ranked. <laughs> That's great. Uh, number two on this was getting, get, making a list of people who could help you. And I think that that's, um, I think that we're not probably talking to anybody who's inside of a formal cult, but I think that a good number of people know people who have ended up in these circumstances. But you'd imagine if you're deep in this thing and, and everyone that was interviewed, uh, they were in the cult and then left, obviously, or in the mm-hmm. church and left, whatever the hell you guys want to call it. I don't want to offend anybody out there, all the remnant listeners. Uh, they uh, uh, they were there for a long-ass time. Yeah. No one was there for a year. Everyone right. was there for five, six, seven yeah. years. So you'd yeah. imagine everyone you know, 90% of people you know is probably in the church too. Yeah. You know, like maybe your mom lives in California or something, but like you're stuck in this thing. Like these things are hard. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> So uh, the third step is finding a place to stay, which is a huge thing. And yeah. I, I, I would, I would just point out too that I did not pull up a, a list of um, things to do if you're a battered spouse and you're trying to get out of a relationship. But all you of imagine, this is yeah. really yeah. close in my mind, really, really yeah. close. Yeah, it's a power control dynamic where right. someone's controlling your your you yeah, in your life a, a power yeah. differential yeah. and for some reason that was another movie uh, i saw a, a, a live streamer going over it uh, the movie made uh, m a i d like cleaning made uh-huh. um, or it's a tv series and it's about basically um, yeah abuse uh, and and, it, and it's like kind of a realistic ish take on it although i don't think it's a real story it might be i don't know um, but a lot of vibes like this. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they actually build up better than this documentary. Obviously, it's a, a story, so yeah. their job is to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, they, they really build up like the control power dynamic and the small manipulations. Because uh-huh. um, everyone's like, "Oh, was you punch you in the eye?" Like, yeah, that's abuse. But like the small manipulations that are going on, like money control, phone, yeah, yeah. cell phone control, when you can leave, when you can eat, like all these little things, and it builds it up a lot, and then it goes into the system of of where you go and how you deal with it. And if you don't have, you know, stabs and cuts all over you, can you get into a, a shelter? And mm-hmm. like, it, it kind of goes into some of that, that as far as I know, and as far as the live streamer uh, that I was watching, who has sadly personal experience in this world, um, it seemed realistic ish. Yeah. So I said, yeah, find an opportunity to get away. Stop attending services and meetings. That's gotta be hard. Yeah. If you, if you don't have one through three set up, can you really do five? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Part two is is stay safe, which is basically keep your plan secret, which I think has got to be one of the hardest things for people, period. Especially if you give yourself the uh how how exactly I want to say this, but like if you start entertaining the idea that you're not gonna to have to put up with it anymore, there's a weird mental freedom that comes with that. Oh, where yeah, you yeah. say, Oh, I'm not gonna to have to deal with this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know? or or who do you tell? Yeah. If you can't tell anyone anyone because you don't have those people, then that's hard too. Yeah. Because you're scared. You literally feel isolated, yeah. even more isolated. And it, it used to be a lot easier to disappear and change your identity and your name and all that stuff. Now it's it's damn near impossible. Yeah. You know, you gotta be getting into, you know, Witsec or something, you know, yeah, hire this relocation uh, yeah. program. Uh, document your interactions with group members after you leave, and I think that's that's a thing about um, about leaving a relationship too. That you know, you need to talk about the be able to talk about the things that actually happened to you uh, for a number of reasons. For one of them, to confront them for yourself, because, yeah, psychologically, yeah, because like uh, you 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 disassociate certain things yeah. because they're too hard to think about. Yeah. Uh, focus on yourself instead of trying to rescue other members of the cult. And uh, then finally determine whether to involve law enforcement. Like if you're literally being physically... Well, that kid's under investigation of the family, right? They mentioned that a little bit. But then they, they kind of just said it, it went to uh, the kid that got beat to death. Uh, they just said that it was... Uh, no, he got convicted. He oh, got did convicted he? Convicted of murder. Oh, because yeah. I thought they said something like, oh, or maybe it was before the, the, the investigation then because it said like the doctors just said it was, uh, what's it called? Infant 
Oh, oh, the oh, yeah, the because they they lost more than one child. Is yeah. that different? Is that a know, different family? I'm, I thought I'm, it was the same family. I thought it was the kid that they beat to death, and then the doctors didn't say anything, and they said like, oh, it was it, what's it called? Infant SIDS. SIDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sudden infant death syndrome. Yeah. No, I think that that, that was separate. Was, that was one child, and then the, maybe then right. there was a child that they yeah basically put into a a, a like a crate or a yeah. or a or a. a trunk or something and smacked it down on his head and yeah. yeah so i mean the rest of it has to do with uh the the aftercare from that that situation but like it, and i'm not saying if you know somebody in this situation that you should be reaching out to them and trying to get them out but i think that right. i think that when you have conversations with people who are in those situations maybe be aware of how they're telling you what they're telling you because they're yeah. if there's yeah, yeah their perspective yeah because if they're if if they're baking in a, a, a just enough like dissent or dissatisfaction or fear yeah humans are just so complicated you know like like to relate it to something that we do kind of right like if you're trying to teach someone nutrition or they want to lose weight you mm-hmm. teach them a little nutrition you teach them some protocols maybe even give them a plan to go from heavier to light and i'm not talking about the way down i'm literally just talking about nutrition client yeah how hard is uh compliance it's really hard mm-hmm. right you yeah i know i'm unhealthy maybe i have you know pre-diabetic or whatever or i just want to look better whatever the motive it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. i want i i've decided i've come to gym for nutrition coaching he's giving me a plan how hard is it for me to go down that path and do it um, let alone if someone doesn't even know they want that path, right? right? If we're talking, you're in a cult or you're in an abusive relationship or you're an alcoholic, or even if you have, and, and then those things are, it's all psychology and like addiction ish, right? Maybe I have a small addiction to food or my, my habits are bad with mm-hmm. food and habits are, are, you know, like a minor form of addiction, right? Mm-hmm. If you have bad habits, you're right next door to addiction. Um, now you have external things and more emotions tied. You have emotions tied to the, the cult or the community or the, the God belief or whatever it mm-hmm. might be. Or you have emotional attachment to obviously what's going on with your spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it might be. It just makes it so hard that even, if, even which is rare, they ask for help. What the fuck? Do you, you know? Like, what? <laughs> like, that's where, like, being a human and, like, literally you're in charge of your life comes into play. Like you kind of got to handle it on your own. Like, yeah, there's support and there's directions and groups and all these things that can teach you. The, but when you're making the decision, you got to make the decision. Right. And like you said, you're definitely, if I can't convince someone uh, to, to, to deadlift once a week and follow a program and follow the nutrition, you can't convince someone to, to, to leave this. No. You know, no. Like no that's, how, that's how, not my job and I can't do it. I yeah. can help if they come to me like, Mike, I need a place to stay. All right, I'll make my couch for you. But like you can't, it's fucking hard. Yeah. It was like that, that couple that was trying so desperately to get their daughter out. Like yeah. they, she was into it. She yeah. was gone. Yeah. Like how do you. She's do got it? the religion. She's got the God. She's into it. And yeah. she's got the boyfriend. Right. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that's a good way, good place to leave this one. We have an up- upcoming episode with a couple of our members who are physical therapy doctors. And they yeah. are they're legit, and um, we uh, found a lot of common ground with them. Yeah, which good was chat. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have them on multiple times. But good chat with them, and then uh, maybe a podcast after that with the Caffeine and Kilos boys. Who knows what the hell we're going to talk about? But uh, be sure to subscribe. New podcast every single Wednesday um, and Fridays now. So uh, share with your friends. Give us a rating review. It really, really does help. Appreciate you guys. 3SB.co. I'm Silent Mike. Everywhere you want to find me. I am at the Jim McDean. All the social media. This show is 50% facts. Where percent is a word. 50, it's just numbers. We'll talk to you next time.